All right, episode two, and it's all about dance, dance, dance. Okay, I'm not a singer; I'm actually a dancer. But anyway, everything you wanted to know about the world of dance. No, not really, but about my world of dance. So here it goes. So it all began in my mom's womb. And now you're thinking, oh yeah, Fiat's dancing. This is not unique. Yada yada yada. But wait, wait, wait. My mom used to compete as a professional ice skater. And she had to quit her career very early on because she had to change her dance partner, sorry, ice skating dance partner, and she didn't want to. So they threw her off the team. Oh, yes, big ego and stuff like that. But when my mom got pregnant with me, she already had a huge life plan for me already when I was in her womb. So the first thing that she wanted to do, she wanted to sign me up for the ballet academy in Poland, Poznań. Because she wanted me to be a ballet dancer, a ballerina. That was her big goal for me in life. But when I was two years old, we moved to Sweden. And my first dance lesson was me in a pink leotard, running around pretending to be a butterfly. This is called creative dance movement in Sweden. And my mom was so disappointed. She's like, where are the point shoes? Where are the toe shoes? Where's the ballet bar? What is this? Why is my child running around thinking she's a butterfly and crawling around on the floor? Oh, this is the deal in Sweden, right? If you want... To become some kind of professional dancer, you need to go to, yeah, number one, one of the huge ballet academies in Stockholm or Gothenburg or Malmö or Piteå. Yeah, those big, big, big dance studios where you can actually have a chance to become some kind of professional dance dancer. Um, and you have the chance to start very, very early. But we lived in a smaller city called Norshipping. And in Norshipping, there were a few dance studios, but none of them did what my mom wanted me to do. Dance, real, classical ballet with me, four years old, standing in front of the bar doing the plies and tendus and all of that. So no, that didn't happen. Mom took me out of that dance school. So my mom had me taking like private dance lessons with one of her friends that used to be a professional dancer in Poland. But this friend, and this is an amazing woman, but she is not a teacher. And in that sense that she did not have the passion for it. So, and especially for kids, maybe she did uh, like to teach adults, but she did not like to teach children. And I was I was a kid, and let me just say I was a very slow learner in the beginning. Like I did not have the the understanding for movement. Yeah, I was kind of awkward in the beginning. Yeah, believe it or not. And then finally, my mom found another dance school, another dance studio where there was a Danish woman that used to dance in the Kungliga Balletten. So that's like the royal ballet of Germany, sorry, of Denmark. And my mom like, oh, yes, 
finally someone who knows what she is doing. So she signed me up for this and this studio was called Rune Lagers Dance Institute in Norrköping. So it was a couple, uh, it was the Danish woman and a Swedish man called Rune. They competed in ballroom dancing but she also used to be a ballet dancer, right? So I went to that studio and I finally got uh what seemed to be like normal classical ballet classes but my mom she was super ambitious not only was she ambitious she was also feeling some kind of longing for Poland because we were living in Sweden and the border between Sweden and Poland was closed off this was in the 80s and uh, so what happened is my mom decided to start her own dance group and this started like I was eight years old and it started with four kids and the only Polish girl in that (laughs) group was me the rest of them are like Swedish and Lebanese if I remember correctly so two Lebanese sisters and one Swedish girl and we did supposedly like Polish folk dances from uh, from these big professional dance groups in Poland that are called Mazowsze or Slonsk and they dance like stylistic polish folk dance it's not really polish folk dance but it's more the stylistic ballet version uh so yeah we did that my grandma she sewed all of the costumes by hand amazing like she was my my grandma was amazing i call her like super grandma because she was an amazing woman, she was an amazing cook, she was an amazing seamstress, and yeah, everything she did was freakishly awesome, and she was very wise, that woman as well, Um, but that's a different topic for another time, I will get back to my grandma every now and then, but anyway, back to me, (laughs) and my dancing, so yeah, so I started to dance uh, ballet at the Renologisch Dance Institute and I was uh, dancing in my mom's dance group, the Polish folk dances. So fast forward a few years, I also started to compete in ballroom dancing when I was 13 years old and I really enjoyed that one. So I used to compete with my neighbor, uh, Yimi. his name was Yimi. And we had so much fun. And not only did I have a huge crush on my neighbor, but we really had so much fun. So he was dancing in my mom's dance group that was growing, by the way. We were not four kids and, anymore. And the, the name of this dance group is the International Group Malva, Children's Dance Group Malva. So Malva is a Polish sun, uh, summer flower. Anyway, so ballroom dancing and I was dancing ballroom until I was 17 and I was dancing classical ballet and then I took some jazz dance lessons and then I also did some cheerleading. Well, this is not the American kind of cheerleading. This was like Swedish cheerleading uh, mixed with a, a dance style called disco, but it's not disco like the 70s disco. It's like really fast, crazy movement like techno dancing I would say with pom-poms yes that 
I used to do that. So I did actually uh, have a few fun dance performances at Runelagish Dance Institute. Like I was competing and I was in one of the cool dance groups that they had at the dance studios where you got to perform at different parties and events. Like this was a big deal. Uh, Every summer there was a huge carnival. Yeah, like the carnival in Rio, but mini version. (laughs) And we used to dance in this carnival and it was always so much fun like a lot of work I I remember that I spent a lot of my free time uh, dancing so this was me basically right because number one I grew up as a Polish girl with very strict parents and my dad for him it was super important that I had a good education so school was always priority after that came the dancing and uh, with that said not only did I get to have a lot of private dance lessons that my parents spent a lot of money on but I also I got to compete I got to do a lot of cool performances and I and I had basically no free time and the little free time that I had I used it to watch like tv series or read books and of course homework because that was priority right and uh yes when I was uh about 16 I changed uh my dance partner because I was young and I was stupid and I fell in love with this guy that was like six years younger sorry older than me And I really wanted to dance with him because he was also competing and we were all in the same dance studio and he thought that it would be a good idea if we started to compete together. Woof! It was a really bad idea. Really, really bad idea. Like back then, so young, competing with someone that is your first boyfriend. Oof, a lot of drama. But with that said, uh, I did get to experience a lot of cool competitions. And I started to reach higher ranks and levels thanks to this change in partner. But I ended... uh, the ballroom career basically when I was 17 years old because my boyfriend moved to another city uh, to uh, have a career as a future dance teacher so he went to a dance school to take a dance teacher's degree Um, so I started to do more and more jazz dance and ballet and very early on I knew that I wanted to work in the world of dance So in high school, I started to look for different dance universities or academies where you could pursue a career as a future dance teacher. Because I knew very early that I wanted to work as a dance teacher. Number one, I was already teaching like younger kids in my mom's dance group. And I had a passion for it. I really loved teaching and I I loved creating choreographies. I was really good at finding cool and unique unique music and yeah I I remember really really enjoying that time teaching so I wanted to apply for the University of Dance and my dad was no you need a proper education 
you need to go to a proper university. So what I did was I actually applied for Kungliga Tekniska Högskolan. That's like uh, the Royal Technician University or Tech University or um, uh, for for becoming a computer engineer. Yeah. So I <laughs> believe it or not, because I was also really interested in computers. I was really a computer uh, nerd back then. But again, that's a topic for a, a different episode. Uh, so I applied for that, but I also applied for the University of Dance in Stockholm. And that first time, my first audition, I came to like the end of the uh, audition and it was like a period of like four weeks and I got to the last audition but I didn't get in and I didn't get in because they said that they felt I was too young and I needed to mature a little bit more I was I was uh, 18 so what I did I applied for a different dance school that's like pre-university one year to have a little bit more of uh, dance knowledge, dance understanding, and also to understand a little bit more of the world of contemporary dance. Because I only danced, honestly, I only danced ballet and jazz and like tap dance and stuff like that. But I didn't understand the world of contemporary dance. That was completely alien to me. And I got in, of course, in Stockholm. It was called Dance Kompaniet, uh, one year. And I was at a crossroad here. I had, I basically had to tell my father, like, Dad, I don't want to go to Kotehoa. I don't want to become a computer engineer. I want to work as a dance teacher. My dad totally flipped, believe it or not. But in the end, he understood that this is my life, right? So, da -da 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 -da, Monica went to Dance Company for one year. During that year, I learned a lot. I learned a lot about the world of contemporary dance, of course, more about jazz dance, but also a little bit more intricate about classical ballet. And this is when I understood that the knowledge I had from my ballet experience in North Shopping, it was very small compared to what's really out there. And that year was really, really good for me. Not only did I feel like inquired that I wanted to learn more, I actually did grow a lot during that year. And that year made me realize even more that yes, this is what I want to do. And we also had flamenco and character dance on our dancing schedule, which I really enjoyed. And then, of course, it was time for the auditions again for University of Dance in Stockholm. And this time, Monica got in. Hooray! So my major at the University of Dance in Stockholm was classical ballet. And under major was uh, jazz dance and character dance. But we also had, we had contemporary dance, we had flamenco, we also had some street dance and other amazing uh dance styles like historic dance and you name it Swedish folk dance we did all of it back then four years now this 
for me, now when I talk about it, I like, oh, that was amazing four years. But those four years were really, really hard. Number one, I was still very young. And when I say young, of course, yeah, I was 20. I finished when I was 24. But I was very immature. Like when I moved to Stockholm from little Norshipping, I thought that the whole world was awesome. Everyone was good and kind hearted. I was very much your small town girl uh, coming from a strict family with good values and morals. And I realized really, really fast that people can take advantage of you. And I got burned a lot during those four years, not only by friends, but, you know, boyfriends, life in general, Stockholm in general, I learned the hard way that the world is not a pretty place until you actually understand how to live in it. So it was amazing, four years dancing every single day, but I was also very, very sick during that time. Not only did I have anorexia, I had bulimia as well. And this is also a topic that I want to share with you guys uh, in a different episode. But I want you guys to know that yes, there is a lot of uh, sickness going on in the dance world, and especially in the world of classical ballet. Like it is getting better and better, but it still has a long way to go. All right, I'm almost done. I'm almost done, guys. Almost there. Wait for it. Okay, so this will be my last chapter, I promise. I promise to keep it very short, but yeah, my history of dance is a long one. So after the University of Dance, I actually got my first job really, really fast at a pre-university program. So uh, I was teaching for one year uh, future potential students for the University of Dance. And it was amazing. It was awesome to get to teach young adults that wanted a career in dance and become future dancers or dance teachers. Like I really, really loved that job. The only thing I didn't love about it, it was in a city that's like two and a half hours away from Stockholm. And in Stockholm, I had my future husband. So it was a long distance relationship for my now husband, but back then my boyfriend that I was really, really in love with. And yeah, it was kind of hard, but I made it work. Um, we made it work. The first year working, Monica was crazy. I was super stupid because not only did I have one job, I also had a second job. There was also a dance teaching job in a city that's three hours away from Stockholm. And then I wanted to go and visit Mike, my husband, every single weekend, right? So I actually grabbed a little job, teaching, dance teaching job in Stockholm to be able to come and visit Mike and get my train 
tickets bought <laughs> and paid for by that dance school that I was teaching for. So I was basically working 175%. So not a 100% job, not 150%, 175. Yes, I can tell you that I, during those years, with working that much, I did get sick a lot, a lot. Like my immunity was totally gone. Um, but I also learned the hard way, right? That you have to be able to say no uh, whenever you feel like that's not for you. And you don't always have to say yes just because you think that if I turn turn this job down, I will never get a good job. No, you don't have to take crappy jobs. Of course, in the beginning, uh, you want to be out there, you want to be seen, and the dance world is so small, and especially in Stockholm and Sweden. But still, you don't have to work your butt off. You don't have to get sick to please other people. So I learned this the hard way. So uh, after that year, I actually moved that back to Stockholm. I moved in with my boyfriend, that's now my husband. And I worked for a lot of dance studios for a while here in Stockholm, a few hours here and there. I enjoyed it. It was hard work. But then I decided to try to apply for other jobs. And I did. I actually worked as a dance teacher um uh, uh, at a high school, at a dance program. It was also hard work, uh, a lot of fun, but mostly very, very hard <laughs> work teaching that type of teens. Uh, I won't talk about this now. I'm going to leave that for another episode. But yeah, it was hard work. So in the end, I decided that no. I don't want to work for anyone else. I want to start my own business. So Monica started her own dance studio, Dansplatsen. And basically the rest is history. So during my years as, ha- as having my own business, having my own dance studio, this is a time when I came in into the world of Zumba, the world of fitness. And that's a topic for another episode. So yes, this episode was all about... Uh, you getting to know my dance background and uh, boring or not boring it depends on if you have any love for dance and understanding for dance but it's also it's nice for you to know where I come from and what I did as a kid growing up as a teenager and young adult and how I got into the world of fitness so that's gonna be episode number three how I got into the world of Zumba so stay tuned for that one thank you so much for listening I will talk to you guys soon ciao ciao